I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I learned some interesting succession-related information last night. What did you learn? My friend Andrew, who's one of my closest friends from New York City, he and I met waiting tables together. And it turns out that I very briefly waitressed with the actor who played the producer of the Z-Way show. No. Yes. And my friend Andrew trained her. Do you think we should train? He didn't didn't train her dramatically. He didn't train her dramatically. But he trained her um, with her waitressing. I've got another one for you, actually. Go on. Courtney Love tweeted about the use of the Nirvana song Rate Me in this week's episode. What insights did Kurt Cobain's widow have? She, she kind of said that Kurt would have been very pleased with the way it was used. Oh. You had a very close brush with Courtney Love when we were on holiday one day. <gasps> oh, I did. We were at this restaurant that was in a hotel. And at one of the other tables, I was like, I think that's Courtney Love. And you're like, yeah, that's totally Courtney Love. And so at a certain point, she got up to go to the loo. And I don't think of myself as like the kind of person who would follow a celeb into the toilet. But on this occasion, I did it. I just thought, I just want to see her. So I go in. There are two stalls. Both doors close. I press on one. The door opens. And she is sat there on the potty. And then, and this is the killer, she leaves the door open. Wow. Like as if she was in prison. <laughs> yeah. I think you and I would fare poorly in prison in so many ways, but I think both of us would do okay with that no bathroom door thing. We're not really a couple who values mystery. This is Friday Sprinkles. Today we're going to be essentially reading our listener contributions. I don't want us to just become this broken record where what we talk about at the front end of every one of these Friday Sprinkles is how good the contributions are, but it feels like choosing between your children. I wouldn't fully understand that because we only have one child, but I can imagine. Specifically for that reason, actually. Yeah. But... So there'll be no, no succession question in our family, will there? No, no, no. I feel that what I hear from people a lot, whether it's in these letters, letters, <laughs> And also just like stuff I feel I see people say online is everyone's like, why do I love Logan? Like people find I I feel that generally people find Logan very lovable. Mm. And I think the thing about Logan is just even though he's this monster, he's a self-made man. And people just generally forgive so much when someone is self-made and people have so little patience for children of successful people 
And I was thinking that assuming our careers don't reach the heights that we want them to, which they're probably not going to, <laughs> considering you're almost 50 and I just turned 40 two years ago, two and a half years ago, um, that at least we won't have to worry about Gene being a hateable figure because we're so successful. It's a nice way to frame your own failure, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not even going to call it failure. I'm going to call it like not ascending to the heights that you hope. <laughs> I have another random thought, which I just like to say. People want more Roman and Jerry. People want to see another sexual something. But I'm only hearing that from women of a certain age. Well, let me tell you something. I, uh, I received a voice note from Benign Fungus this morning. Oh, and Benign Fungus was taking umbrage with the fact that we said we didn't get a Roman and Jerry moment in the last episode. She said, as somebody who met her partner in the workplace, you got this thing where Roman's kind of hovering and trying to go to Jerry's office. And then Logan's saying, what are you doing there? And he's like running some numbers. And if you are finally attuned to that dynamic, the there's some satisfaction in seeing them trying to get ah, a bit of time with each other. The most astute viewer is going, we're not seeing another jerk-off scene, mm. but we're not pretending that that, that that didn't happen. Like Tim and Dawn in the office. Mm. My point is, if you're a man, I want to hear from a straight man, or a gay or bisexual man, or a person in their 20s who really would like some more Roman and Jerry. And did something else just occur to you? Yes, but I think it's too vague of a thing to make much of it. Try it. I was on a Zoom the other day, and um, one of my colleagues on the Zoom was saying that she and her partner watch the credits roll. Like, like they, they want the title of every person. So she was saying that there's somebody whose job it is to know that BoJack Horseman is the reference. This person has been hired by the Kardashians. It's like there's this person. It's a, he's a man. He's young, obviously. He, and he's, he's all over Instagram. And he's being hired by Jesse Armstrong and the Kardashians to have his finger on the pulse. To be plugged into the and zeitgeist. And no one is more plugged into the zeitgeist than this one guy. That's so interesting. I know. I should message this woman and figure out exactly what his name is so we can all start stalking him. Should we get into some listener email? We should. The first one comes from Joy. I've given her a nickname. Joy, henceforth, you will be referred to as, who is that young Han Solo and how can I get my dick in his ass? I don't remember that line being said. Do you? I think it's Roman talking about himself. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> okay. this is from Joy, henceforth to be referred to as, who is that young Han Solo and how can I get my dick in his ass? Hello. Fuck off. Love the podcast, even if it's just words. Fucking words. I'm convinced Tom is cutting a deal behind Shiv and Logan's back and would have played a part in the FBI coming in. Remember, Tom told Shiv he wasn't happy in the relationship anymore and seemed ready to bow out at the end of series two. You don't come back from being so done that you'll eat Logan's chicken off his plate and then later promise to go to jail for him. I love that. I do, I do. I, th I think, um, if anything, he was checking... Maybe that conversation with Logan and the conversation he had with Shiv was just to double check that these people think so little of him that they would let him ah, throw himself in okay. front, of, front of the bus like that. That's how little he's valued. Yeah. And then he thinks, OK, well, what have I got to lose? I love it. Mm, really I'm good. I'm very into this. And then there's, just a, then there's just a little bit more on this one. It says uh, Sophie Iwobi called Kendall 
a jar of mayonnaise in a Prada suit. Which condiments do you feel the rest of the family are? Connor reads salad cream to me. Jerry is ketchup. Reliable, but unexciting. Logan, hot sauce. Hmm. I was thinking maybe gentleman's relish. I don't even quite know what it is. I think it's maybe ground up anchovies or something, but very strong flavour. And, and and I think something that very only very rich people tend oh. to eat. Oh, you weren't making it sound like a rich person thing. But now that I understand it's a rich person thing, I'm interested. It's called gentleman's relish. And then would would Roman be some kind of mustard? Yeah. Maybe a wasabi? Yeah, wasabi. And then what's shiv? Maybe an English mustard. Oh. Again, very strong flavor. Not for everyone. Okay, great. I'll take it. P.S. I think Logan might die at the end of this series. You can't just drop that in there. I loved it. That's why, I mean, I, I really wanted to include this email just for that line. Do you think they'd do that to us? I don't think so. But it's a big swing and I like that about it. Okay. So this comes to us from Sabrina Syed, henceforth to be referred to as Full Basket Robins 31 Flavors of Fuck. <laughs> I remember you asking about the pin Kendall wears. So this is when he's going to that gala for the journalists. Yeah, and I, I noticed he was wearing it, a badge, but I couldn't quite figure out what it was. And we kept pausing and trying to figure it out, and we couldn't do it. It's a pin of Chinese artist and activist Ai Weiwei. Ai Weiwei. Ai Weiwei. Ai Weiwei, of course, Ai Weiwei. His work revolves around speaking out against China's authoritarian rule and the human rights abuses. He's a giant on the international art stage, and I found it really interesting that the writers or costume designers? I wonder who. I just loved that question. Like, the fact that the right thing for Kendall is this sort of leftist activist Chinese artist. Yeah. Who know who makes that choice? Is it the trendsetter that we saw I reference? I was just thinking that because the, the obvious way to go would be Che Guevara or something, but the show is smarter so than that. good. Of course it's Ai Weiwei. So then who makes that call? Is it that guy? Is it a costume designer? Is it a writer? I would love to know. I think it's a great question. And this is one of those shows that if you follow it on social media and have a look at the Succession Reddit, it's one of those shows where the, the art department, the production designers, I think, people are really noticing what they're getting it up to in the background not just the stuff on the tvs that we've talked about but on twitter the other day there was the detail that when they're in kendall's daughter's bedroom oh. there are photographs of his daughter with various famous pop stars like billy eilish up on the walls because of course when your dad is one of the roy family you get to do whatever you want meet and you meet you all these celebrities this... and that detail like you you would never notice it but somebody has and i love that it's the type of show where people with that attention to detail are given the freedom to show what they can do to show what they to can show do how yeah thorough they are. it reflects really well on the show and furthers the point about how unlikable the children of rich people are yes best sabrina syed aka full baskin robbins 31 flavors of fuck brilliant you also know that jeremy strong would really want to have a conversation about who was on the badge and whether it was oh, the right totally. right whether it was the right choice for Kendall. So Jeff and I were talking about this just in our we were like walking the other day. Yeah, we don't just talk about succession yeah, it, on the it, podcast. It's, it's just, you know, part of our ongoing dialogue. And I was like, what percentage of people working with Jeremy Strong are like, okay, this sort of uh this method stuff is getting a little bit tiring? Or is the feeling just that the product he delivers is so magnificent that no one no one can indulge in even a hair of eye rolling. I wonder how usual it is for writers to patiently listen to actors like that. 
I would actually think that when it's someone at both of those levels, it is a meeting of the minds. I don't think that annoyed Jesse Armstrong. I think an average director having an actor be like, my character wouldn't do that. <laughs> my high school acting teacher, shout out to Mr. Schallenbarger. Yes. Scott Schallenbarger. And he would, he would always say, you find, you know, you don't, you would never say my character wouldn't do that. You find the emotional reason that the character would. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. And it's particularly interesting on this show because you've got Brian Cox, who we've said is, is from one school of acting where you can go from talking about what the traffic was like on the way in to Logan Roy's full fucking beast. You get the impression like that. Whereas Jeremy Strong really has to, to feel it and get into I it. I think I might be more of the Jeremy Strong camp. I don't think I could I could shift that quickly. What about you? What kind of actor would you be? Well, I'm, I'm a bad actor. I don't, I don't You're the worst actor I've ever seen in my entire life. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. my turn it's your turn oh, okay so this next email comes from emily hogstad who will henceforth be known as peacock fuck show great so peacock fuck show writes only a few minutes into this week's podcast but i wanted to share mondale thoughts and i just want to quickly say we had a few emails about mondale and they were all so good and i wound up like closing my eyes and just pointing to one Okay, Mondale is named that, presumably because Walter Mondale was from a poor Minnesotan family, just like Tom says he was. Mondale went to college in St. Paul and was a lawyer in the Twin Cities, St. Paul and Minneapolis, for years. And it's in my head canon, love that phrase, he was at some point an admired colleague or boss of Tom's lawyer mother. Oh, wow. True, Mondale lost the presidential election in a humiliating way after he teamed up with a political woman, cough, shift stand in, cough. <laughs> 
And he's famous for being a loser, but even so, he remained a respected Minnesotan for decades once he left the national scene. Take from that what you will, but I've wondered if Mondale the dog is symbolic of Tom's buried desire to go home after his big professional humiliation, to give up his Waystar Royco ambitions, leave the dangerous millstone that is Shiv, and return to Minnesota and his family to be the big fish in a small town. Hope this finds you in a good headspace. Love, Emily, a.k.a. Peacock Fuck Show. Well, that How is great quite is that? brilliant. I mean, if, if that's, that's right, it. I mean, that's it, it, has it. it has to be. Because there's too much coincidence there for it not to be. And I quickly just want to say, I misspoke last week. I said that the running mate was Geraldine Ford and it's Geraldine Ferrero. And what I loved about this was Emily was too classy to correct me, even though I'm sure she would have clocked it. But quite a few other people on Twitter let me know I was wrong. Good and old I'm, Peacock Fuck Show. Good old Peacock Fuck Show. I, 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 I... I thought that was spectacular. I thought it was, again, flaw. I mean, it, how is that not right? I wonder about that detail of him working or knowing Tom's mom as well. I wonder if we can find out where that is referenced. Because you remember, he gets his mum to look over the prenup papers. Yes, and I that's think. this detail that I just yeah. love generally, is that you know Tom comes from this insanely wealthy and accomplished family. But by regular con- standards. By regular standards, but in this context, they're sort of treated like they're trash. Yeah, yeah. fabulous. It's amazing. This comes from Ross Cairns. Captain Cuddles. Which is, of course, what Shiv jokingly refers to Logan as being. In your most recent mutterings with Mark Watson, you briefly touched on the moment in season two when Roman purchased Hearts, full name, Heart of Midlothian. God, that reminds me of being um, a kid and my dad watching the football results come in on a Saturday afternoon. They just read them all slowly. They go through all the leagues, all the games, one at a time. Heart of Midlothian. Oh, that Partic- phrase, Heart of Midlothian. Yeah, that was the, yeah that's what they always Heart of Midlothian. One, Partic Thistle. Two, it was, it was kind of like that slow. Ritualistic and yeah. slow. Um, purchased hearts for Logan rather than his beloved Hibs. It might be of interest to hear that again. It might not. I don't give a fuck. That Now TV and Hearts teamed up recently to promote the start of season three. A limited number of Hearts replica shirts were produced with the Waystar Royco logo emblazoned across the front rather than their normal sponsors. The charity Motor Neuron Disease Scotland. I include a publicity photo to show the shirts being won by players. That's great. I think if you were going to have some succession merch, the more subtle, the better. I think that's right. What would you, what could we come up with? What about a Connor for president pin? Something that references the name of Willa's play. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That'd be really good. Or like something that says L to the OG. Mm. L to the OG. <laughs> um, Shall I read our next one? Yes. Well, this, this is our first repeat visit for many of our guests. So this is from Slime Puppy. He's already been named. His real name is Tim Wilson. So to remind everyone, Tim, we heard from him previously, and he is the actor who worked as the stand-in for Logan Roy. Slime Puppy writes, Dear Sarah and Jeff, a few random things. The poster in Greg's apartment of Three Prenny Opera was from a well-received Broadway production at Lincoln Center in 1976, produced by the renowned Joseph Papp. That's like a big New York Broadway figure. That's a thing I know. It starred Raul Julia as Mac the Knife. 
It is his face which is on the lithograph. Now, it must be mentioned that Greg did stress to his friend that the apartment wasn't his, so the poster actually wasn't of his choosing. But there you go. Isn't the apartment Kendall's? Yeah, didn't Kendall buy a bunch of apartments in a building and he's hoping to flip them or sell them Yeah, and he's like, just take this one. Now, a few other people have said to me, and we got a few other emails that explained also that Three Penny Opera is, it's a socialist critique of capitalism. So again, a very funny poster for Kendall to have on his wall of Greg's home. All the best. Tim Wilson, a.k.a. your cavelling slime puppy. Cavelling is a Jewish word. It turns out he is quite Jewish, which he let me know in elements of this email that I've edited. So what, what does cavelling mean? Um, you're, oh, yeah, yeah, I love, I, this is so exciting. I love it so much. <laughs> you should put him in touch with your mom. I really should. They should start a podcast. My mom and Tim Wilson. <laughs> There's, uh, there's this one from Jill. So Jill, from now on, we're going to call you Volvo Genderbender Horse Shit. Greg's poster, which we've already mentioned. Mm-hmm. The Trojan Horse. Roman's present Kendall. Yes. And the donuts are all metaphors for layers of mistrust. Uh-huh. They are all threats made in the form of gifts. Uh-huh. And, and Jill, um, as I watch succession alone because i am newly divorced you people are the only ones i can say this stuff to congrats on your divorce yeah i hope this is the beginning of a new lease on life for you how easy would you find it to carry on watching succession if we uh if we separated how easy would i find yeah. it what's the context of our divorce i don't know you've you've probably you've probably uh <laughs> what why well, probably what you've probably done a shiv fucked someone i work with yeah no I don't really leave the house, so there's not so much opportunity for me. Oh, well, but that's reassuring. <laughs> All right. This next one is from Kate Eggert, a.k.a. fucking Californian fucking shrunken raisin. That is a tongue twister. Fucking Californian fucking shrunken raisin. Hi, guys. Some thoughts on Roman. They've now put Connor in this paternal role twice. Number one, him going to check on Roman after Shiv makes the joke about Roman's impotence. And number two, now in this episode, would we find out he, Connor, was the actual one who took Roman fishing in Montana. I think the point is to push him, Roman, more firmly into Jerry's camp and still give him that paternal figure he needs to impress with his older brother, Connor. I like this. The oh, I, I like this, which is why we're including it. The only thing I'll say is I don't think he feels the need to impress Connor. But I think he does need that older figure. No one I know watches Succession, so thanks for letting me share my thoughts. Kate, a.k.a. fucking Californian fucking shrunken raisin. One more email. And I notice, um, given everything you said about how we've had so much email and it's so good and it's difficult to choose, <laughs> that you've decided to uh, to include this email from your mother. I'll be real straight with you. Mm. It It would not have made the edit were it not from my mother. So maybe I'll even say to her, Ma, we're not going to include this email. Basically, she, she has an item for the cookbook. But what she does is she mentions something. She mentions a dish, a dish that we've already mentioned for the cookbook. So, Mom, if you want to be included, you can, but you have to up your game. Because I'll be nepotistic, but only to a point. You're like Logan in that respect. Yeah. You'll be nepotistic, but only up but to only a point. But only if she deserves it. Yes, yes. There, there, was a, there was an addition to the cookbook this week that, um, that needs to go in. What? 
the shaved fennel salad that Kendall picks at inquisitively <gasps> when he's having uh, his lunch with the journalist. Wonderful. Great. All right, I think we are about done with this week's sprinkles. Thank you, as ever, for the email. Um, we'd like more, please. Always, please. You want um, more on the demographics of people who are really shipping, if that's the right word, Jerry and Roman, or stanning. Maybe yes. we're using the wrong word. If we are using the wrong terminology here, please correct us. Anything on the subject of trend spotters? Mm. Like this person that is employed. This we'll have to find one. out. Yeah, we'll find out a bit more about that. Who's the one guy? Um, I liked that bit that um, one of the emails had about which condiments would different succession characters be. Oh, yeah. Let me just say this. Can I just put my cards on the table mm. with this? I felt that as a question to ask, that was a great one. I don't think we did a good job. So your suggestions will be more thoughtful and therefore superior to ours. I think any, anything where we get to flesh out the characters a bit more, and not that they need fleshing out, but anything where we add backstory or depth to the characters for fun is always good. I was thinking about that detail that Kendall loves Bojack Horseman. Mm. I, what does Logan watch on TV other than his own news channel? Is there anybody oh, yes. that Logan would find funny? Oh, that's a wonderful question. You think Billy Conley, but am I just thinking that because he's Scottish and I'm thinking of a Scottish comedian? But I, I wonder if Logan would be a Billy Connolly fan. Who? What is his free time? Anyway, so doing that for characters could be fun. Like, who does Connor find funny? I really like thinking about these questions, but I'd need more time. And uh, and and I also enjoyed thinking about what succession merch you would wear. Now, we're not for a minute saying that we, we would produce merch here, but if you could have one subtle piece of succession-themed merch. Oh, sales out, nails out. That would be funny. Remember that said in, in the finale of season two <laughs> yeah. when Greg Cousin Greg gets on the ship? He yeah. doesn't want to show his feet. Yes. And then Kendall goes, sails out, nails out. So, so there's a few things, but of course, what we really want are your theories, stuff that you think, how come they're not talking about this? It's blatantly obvious to me. Great. So anything you've noticed in the background of Succession that people haven't picked up on? All this stuff, please. Here it comes. Here's the email address. Fuck off. No. Hold on. Fuck off at firecrotchandnormcore.com. Hope this helps get you through the next few days and we will be back after episode four. On that glorious Monday evening or perhaps more realistically, Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, what a shitty time in the week. What heroes we are for delivering something at that time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.